<clears throat> Hello, everybody. I am Naya Swami Maria, and with me is Naya Swami Ananta, and we're delighted to be here with you today, uh, sharing in this Sunday service together, those of you here and as well those of you viewing online. I'd like to read from Rays of the One Light, and these are weekly commentaries on the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita, written by Swami Kriyananda. And today's reading is on ego, friend or foe. <clears throat> Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. Jesus Christ begins his Beatitudes with the words, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. To be poor in spirit, in such a way as to merit the kingdom of heaven, doesn't mean to be poor spirited. Rather, it means to see oneself as owning nothing, since all belongs to God, for all is a manifestation of his consciousness. St. John of the Cross wrote, if you would own everything, seek to own nothing. That which the ego relinquishes, offering it up to soul consciousness, is reclaimed forever in cosmic consciousness. Nothing is ever lost. Paramahansa Yogananda tells the story in Autobiography of a Yogi of the levitating saint Bhaduri Mahashai. Master, said a disciple of this saint once ardently, you are wonderful. You have renounced riches and comforts to seek God and teach us wisdom. It was well known that Bhaduri Mahashai had forsaken great family wealth in his early childhood when single-mindedly he entered the yogic path. You are reversing the case, the saint's face held mild rebuke. I have left a few paltry rupees, a few petty pleasures for a cosmic empire of endless bliss. How then have I denied myself anything? I know the joy of sharing the treasure. Is that a sacrifice? The short-sighted worldly folk are verily the real renunciates. They relinquish an unparalleled divine possession for a poor handful of earthly toys. The Bhagavad Gita in the third chapter states, all things are everywhere by nature wrought in interaction of the qualities. The fool cheated <clears throat> by self thinks this I did and that I wrought, but ah, thou strong-armed prince, 
a better lessened mind, knowing the play of visible things within the world of sense, and how the qualities must qualify, standeth aloof even from his acts. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Oh, I too would like to welcome you all and thank you for coming and watching online. Uh, it's a really a pleasure when we, you know, we say that every week, we welcome people, but it's really a pleasure for us. We offer these teachings and it's a pleasure for people to want to take them up and use them. Uh, it, it's a lot more fun and more fulfilling to spend your life offering Master's teachings when someone wants to know about Master's teachings and wants to make their lives better. So thank you. And I'd like to read from Whispers from Eternity, uh, All Futurity Danced in Me the Infinite Rhythm. I disconnected my awareness from the little garden plot of the senses and switched it to the vast territory of the infinite. The aurora of my awareness spread like dancing waves of light in the aurora borealis and embraced thy cosmic wonderland. When thus I entered that vast panorama, my awareness no longer dulled by the opiate of sensory noises, nor blindfolded by the veil of mere appearances, I stood marveling before countless streams of radiant rushing thoughts rippling through millennia from long dead, still living and yet to be born civilizations. All time, past, present, future, danced its infinitude of rhythms on the stage of my all-embracing consciousness. So the ego friend or foe, I'm gonna vote for a tie. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm voting foe on the small ego. I'm voting foe on the little limiting sense of self, or as Master put it, the soul identified with the body. I'm voting down on that one. Why? Suffering results. We're limited. We think of ourselves as separate. We think of ourselves as with deficiencies, shortages, inabilities. We concentrate on our faults. And we cut ourselves off from the reality that we are the soul ego, if you will. That's going to be too confusing in this talk, so I'm going to drop the ego part. But just the soul identified with the soul. That's where we want to be. And that's where Madhuri, uh, Madhuri Mahashai is. Uh, I am in favor of reversing the case for all of us, that we need to, as truth seekers, as disciples, we need to remember more and more that we are the soul, that we are limitless, and not identify the soul with the body. It just leads to suffering. 
we have agreement on this topic from Christ and Krishna and Buddha and all the saints that have ever lived. So the soul identified with the body is the foe, and that's the problem that we have. As disciples, we know that the soul is limitless, infinite, formless, ever free, nameless, ever free. And so we need to drop what Kriyananda used to refer to as the bundle of self-definitions that we've assembled. Now, in a worldly sense, we see uh, caricatures of foolishness in worldly politicians and movie stars and uh, people who think that they are the achievements of this world. They, in the Festival of Light, it says, you are a part of all that is. And there's many people in the world that think you are all that is. <laughs> they drop the a part of, <laughs> but that's okay. It's part of the Leela. And it only, if we see it in the great sense, which we want to see it in, if we see it from the point of view of the masters and Bhadurī Mahāshāyī and Nandamoy Ma and all the saints, if we see this play from that point of view, everything changes. And that was the point of view that Master encouraged us to see it from and that Kriyananda encouraged us to see it from is the reality that we are a part of all that is that an infinite kingdom of joy, that infinite power, infinite wealth in terms of spirit and material wealth often, these things will be added unto you, that they are available to us. And as disciples, we just want to continue to improve our knowing, as Master said in his definition of self-realization. We're trying to divorce ourselves from being just the body, man, woman, good body, bad body, the resume, the net worth, the holdings, your holdings, your brand, all these things, they have their place. The thing is that we don't have to be um, beggars in the Himalayas to realize the self. Rajasi Janakananda was a CEO of many corporations. He was very, very wealthy. Uh, Yogacharya Black, very wealthy. And so disciples of the master can attain liberation by what? Divorcing the attachment of the ego to the body and the situation and your standing in society and your race and ethnicity and all those things that get glued on to us and that we either buy into or don't buy into. But the reality of it is, is that the soul is our reality and the rest of it is a part of this movie and that's where the faux ego is. In French, faux means fake, so fake ego. <laughs> uh, the enemy, because why is it the enemy? Because it's the source of our suffering. When we lose the ego, we lose all the suffering. We lose the illusions. I'd like to talk about three aspects of how we can do this. And the first, of course, is where we always start, is meditation. 
what were the two techniques that Yogananda gave us to start our Kriya practice? Energization exercises. I am energy. Learning to be aware of the energy and then control it. To send it to the body from the mouth of God. True. But not to, you're not the body. You are sending it to the body. Therefore, you're not the body. You're sending it. You're a part of the energy. You are a being of energy. We need to make that our reality. And so Master gave us a meditation technique called Hong Sa. I am spirit. I am he. We were chanting earlier, I am he, uh, Sri Teshwar's favorite chant. If you chant it in Sanskrit, it's Hong Sa. I am spirit. And in meditation, we take 15 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, a few hours a day, and we stop being identified with the body. And we close our eyes and focus at the point between the eyebrows and be the light, be the spirit, be the calmness. The breath begins to slow down. We watch the breath and we experience calmness between the breaths. And we divorce ourselves from our achievements, our body, our situation, the things we have to do at work. It's just what is beyond the body? What is calmness? Hong Sa, what is spirit? What is divine love? We just open our heart and still our minds. That's the definition of meditation, isn't it? Open your heart, still your mind, you meditate. Hong Sa, we practice it. And every day we need to try to go as deeply as we can into Hong Sa to begin to distance ourselves from the thought of I'm doing this and I did a good thing yesterday or boy, that's pretty cool or wow, this, wow, I did I, me, mine. We get away from that. The I is left is I am spirit. So I am limitless, I am formless, I am free, and myself I am free. Meditate on that Hong Saw and expand the sense of who you are. There again, the little ego is problem, big problem, because it constricts the infinite capacity of the soul and the infinite memory of the soul. A lot of people, you read their story of coming on the path, and at the beginning of the story is, I felt there was something missing in my life. I felt there was something more. I felt that, I felt this. That feeling is from the soul, and it whispers from eternity that you're more. There's more. There's much more. Because we remember how great the love of the Divine Mother is. We remember how much we potentially could love. We see it in the masters. We see Yogananda, the Buddha. We see Christ. And we see infinite love. And there's a part of us that says, you can do that. You can get there. But we're kind of the little ego says, no, not you. Not you. Oh, remember that bad thing you said? Oh, you don't, you don't have it. You, don't, you can't do it. And we, it again argues against foe. 
the foe against us. But the soul says, yes, you can. You can do that. You can be more. You can be infinite. You can be loving. You can be like Yogananda. You can be like Christ. You can be like Lahiri Morshar, Ananda Moema, Teresa of Avila, Kuan Yin, whatever image of divinity you can digest, the soul is saying, yes, go, do it. So that's one aspect, but we need to incorporate that consciousness into our daily life. When we leave the meditation practice, we have to leave it with that expanded sense of who we are. We have to be spirit. Don't hold on to your mistakes or your achievements because they're, they're just so small compared to what could be. I remember the first time Ananda built a temple, we were really like, wow, we built a temple. <laughs> it's a little dome and wow, this is great. And <laughs> if we were comparing it to the temple of light, wow. But the temple of light compared to the astral temple of light is small, compared to the infinite temple of light that exists in your own heart. You have the temple of light in your own heart. Make your heart a hermitage. Make it beautiful. Leave your meditation and go out into your world. And the second part of this assignment is to expand your sense of what you're seeing around you. And yes, you love others. But try to feel that what's happening is that the divine love, infinite love, is flowing through you. And that you're a channel for God's love. You're a channel for God's prosperity. You made a donation to the Temple of Light, good. But it's really the Divine Mother donating to the Temple of Light, helping people, teaching people. If you're a teacher, if you're sharing wisdom or knowledge, try to feel that it's infinite wisdom, jnana, an aspect of God that's flowing through you. And whatever you do and whatever you see around you, try to feel it's not you. There's no ego there. This is something that Kriyananda would express. He'd say, oh, they say, oh, Swamiji, you wrote all this music, all these books, 140 books, 160 books, I don't know how many it is, 400 pieces of music. And Swami would say, in complete honesty, they were just given to me. I got them from God and I handed them to you. I handed them to the world because they came from God. And he had that consciousness and you could feel it. He had no ego about it. And therefore he was free. And therefore more books could come, more music could come, more buildings, more temples of light, more everything, more classes as a teacher, more schools, more education for life, more whatever it is, whatever you do. Just feel that the divine is coming through you and see it in others too. I, I was thinking about this the other day, but I never knew Kriyananda to criticize anyone. He would make a comment if he saw something that was rude, weird, silly, stupid, ugly, whatever. He might make a comment, but it was a constructive comment to the disciples on how to observe and distance ourselves from that. It wasn't that person is bad. It was 
I think he could have said this better. And he would make little comments about things. Not very much, and mostly in private to a small group of disciples or to the community that he knew could take it in the right way. He didn't harp on people. He didn't have an ego. It led to wonderful experiences sometimes. We were um, making the movie The Answer, and for those of you who don't know, that's a, it's a movie that's about, the answer is discipleship, the search for God, and it was the story of Kriyananda, young uh, Donald Walters, getting to be Swami Kriyananda and finding Yogananda and going to Los Angeles and becoming a disciple. But we were talking about the, the script was made, and Swami was with a, a little group of us, he said, you know, they're gonna have to get somebody really handsome to play the part of me. <laughs> and it wasn't an egoic statement, it was just, of course he was an old man at that point, he was, I think he was 80. <laughs> he was an old, old body that was really pretty beat up there. But it was a chance for joy, a chance to share joy, and, and to show us that when you're divorced from the ego, it doesn't, there's, there's no place for the negativity because it's just the soul. I love that quote by Master. He saw some person being ignorant or silly, and he said, um, it, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> he said uh, that the ignorance that people display people are so skillful in their ignorance. So he's pointing out, wow, he's really skillful in his ignorance. <laughs> it's all part of that thing. So try to see in your, in your life and around you wisdom, intelligence as a part of wisdom, kindness as a part of divine love on any level. The person who loves their dog, the person who loves their baseball team, whatever, it's a, it's a slow, low gradation of divine love. But look to the source of that love in the world around you, and you will see it everywhere. I go and see construction projects and machines that people built and computer systems that they've designed. I just see God. And I'm, I'm in awe because I have no computer skills, but someone figured out this program. Someone figured out these electronics. Someone figured out these microchips, and they put them out, and they do things that can be used for good. Feel God and extend your practice, your meditation, to see it everywhere. See it in nature. Of course, I work on farms and with trees, and so you see bees and gophers and coyotes eating the gophers and bears eating the coyotes and everything going on. But from a distance, it's a beautiful play. Everything has its place. Everyone has their place. Everyone is striving for self-realization. And that's the last area that we need to broaden our sense of ego to soul consciousness. And that's in our brothers and sisters around the world and in each other to see in every human being that spark of the divine. Skillful in their ignorance, that's a little teeny star for wisdom. You know, divine love, kindness, even from minuscule amounts of kindness, but still, feel that it's divine mother. Obviously, 
I live in a community, a spiritual community. I, I talk to people that are on the internet <laughs> that are interested in truth. So I'm, I'm taking a cut of humanity, a very rarefied cut, and so it is much easier, but still, as you go through your day, as you go through the world, when you see what's happening in the world, and a lot of it's very ugly, I admit that, but at the core of it are insane dictators doing horrible things, but it starts with their idea of love of their country. Yes, it's perverted. Yes, it's evil, and I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, look beyond the appearance of evil and darkness and poverty and suffering and rudeness and look to the light of God that is animating everything. That's who you are. That's what is really happening. And that's the way the saints see it. That's how we need to see it. Master left the all-day meditation one day. He looked out. He just he saw everyone sort of filing out. He said, silver light and golden light. Don't know how beautiful you are. That is the reality. Each of us needs to remember that. Each of us needs to reverse the case. Don't spend your time looking at your shortcomings. Look at the effort that you're making towards self-realization and look at every human being because in, in some way they're striving for greater love, for greater kindness, for greater wisdom. Yes, they're blowing it entirely. They're skillful in their ignorance, I know, but that's not my business. My business is the realization of the self within myself and to share it with those who are interested. There's nothing that I have to say about the outside world. They don't ask us what our opinion is on use of nuclear weapons. Uh, should children be armed or, you know, all these things. That's not our business. Our business is that the Divine Mother of the Universe is moving this movie forward and I am a part of all that is. You are a part of all that is. All of us are directionally beings of light and love. Concentrate on that, and you're gonna find that the world looks like that more and more. The world to Kriyananda looked like that. The world to Yogananda looked like that. Look at the way that Jyotish and Devi look at the world. Well, I've, I've known them for 50 years, and they've always looked at the world that way, so I guess that doesn't prove that they're making any progress, but, <laughs> but they're doing good, you know? All of us, move forward, be the Buddha, be the Dalai Lama, be Christ, be like Christ, and just keep that little ego, shut up, sit down, go to the back of the room. Just keep that soul consciousness in the front. Thank you. God bless you. Lord Most High, our Heavenly Father, all our lives we dedicate to Thee. All our labors, all our joys and woes, all our pleasure, all our melody.
make us each a channel of thy peace. When in darkness, guide us from above. When there's sorrow, may we sow thy joy. Where there's hatred, may we share thy love. Lord Most High, our Heavenly Father, all our lives we dedicate to thee. All our labors, all our joys and woes, all our all our melody. Make us each a channel of thy peace. When in darkness, guide us from above. Where there's sorrow, may we sow thy joy. Where hatred, may we share thy